Christmas Eve, O holy night. This is the night of our dear Savior's birth, and as that beautiful hymn goes, long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he appeared and our souls felt their worth. A few years ago, I'd encouraged a family to sit in the front of the church when they told me that their kids were getting so fidgety in church that they were just going to stop coming for a few years. So I said, bring them to the front so that they can see what is going on. It will make all the difference. So the children came in, pulling their jackets off one shoulder and then the other, and as the family rushed down the center aisle, settling into the front pew, while we sang the opening hymn, a mitten and a scarf had fallen behind in the aisle. As one sibling slipped underneath the other, jostling for the seat that they wanted to land in the pew. And as we sang, the mother removed her coat and smudged and stained with what looked like breakfast was her apron still tied around her waist over her dress. Our eyes met and we laughed. And then after, the, at the close of the service, she told me about one summer morning when she was rushing to church with her kids. She looked down in the pews once they had arrived and she saw that her son had no shoes on. We come tonight to the heart of Christmas. There isn't a more human story than Christmas. The feast of the Nativity, when God comes to us in a newborn baby and touches human lives in the birth of Jesus. Author and Lamont writes a story about a friend who was staying in a rented condominium in Nevada. After putting her two-year-old to sleep for a nap, closing the heavy dark curtains and leaving the room, she hears the young toddler get up. She goes to the door and suddenly, overcome with a frightful, desperate feeling, she realizes the door is locked. The young toddler, getting out of bed, coming to the door, had managed to press the little button on the doorknob and locked it. So the little child begins to say, Mommy, Mommy, and she says as calm as she can back to him, Just jiggle the door, darling, just jiggle the door. And she tries to do it from the outside. And after a moment, it becomes clear to him that his mother can't open the door. And panic begins to set in. He begins crying out to her while sobbing, and she's trying everything possible, using the front door key, calling the rental agency, calling the manager of the condominium, constantly running back and forth to check on her son. He's in the dark, this terrified little child, and finally something comes to her, and she stoops down, and she lies on the floor, and she slides her fingers underneath the door where there's a little space and a little light, and she holds out her hand. She tells him to come over and to bend down and to find her fingers. And he doesn't understand at first, but finally he does see them, and he lies down, and he touches his mother's fingers, 
and they hold each other's hands. They stay like that on the floor until he stops crying. She wants to get up and call the fire department, but she decides that this kind of contact with her son is the most important thing for now. And she says to him, why don't you put down your head and take a little nap on the floor? Finally, they are both quiet. And after lying on the floor with the door between them, holding one another's fingers, the toddler reaches up and he jiggles the knob and the center where the lock is popped out and the door opens. God on the other side of a locked door and we are left on our own until God lies down on the floor and reaches for our hand in the birth of Jesus. Not in palace halls, but in a rented condominium or in a barn lying in a feeding trough for a bassinet in the bleak midwinter, lofty winds made moan, earth stood hard as iron, water like a stone, and the animals gathered around and the angels sing of God kneeling down and becoming flesh to bear our burdens on a human shoulder to feel our sadness, to feel our joy in a human heart. God chooses the least likely of people and places, the shabbiest of conditions, the loneliness of a pregnant young girl whose fiancé was suddenly headed for the door. And Mary grasped the hand of God, who chose to come down and lie next to her, who initiated in her the story of the salvation that comes from profound connection with God. And Joseph, who changed his mind, and stayed with her, held her hand, lifted her up on the donkey, and they found a place for the little Lord Jesus to lay down his sweetheart. God chose to come to earth in Jesus that rose are blooming, and God still comes and comes and comes and comes. In the beauty and joy of Christmas Eve, God reveals to us something just a glimpse of what God is like. In the loneliness and tenderness, the soft, sweet, smelling flesh of a newborn, vulnerable baby. And God comes to us here tonight when the manger and the baptismal font meet in Amelia's baptism. Amelia's parents offer her to this community of faith, and her life with God is initiated in those sacred waters of baptism this Christmas Eve. The Holy Spirit makes a home in her life as she is born again, and her journey with God, beyond the journey of her biological or adoptive parents, her journey with God begins, and we welcome her from the arms of her parents, as she will now share with us, with Mary and Joseph, 
in the priesthood of all believers. Listen to a few of the words of the prayer that we will offer for Amelia in the baptismal service. We will pray this. Sustain her, O Lord, in your Holy Spirit. Give her an inquiring and discerning heart, the courage to will and to persevere, a spirit to know and to love you, and the gift of joy and wonder in all your works. Baptism on Christmas Eve is a first for many of us. What a beautiful holy night to welcome Amelia to her path with God and into the glorious company of the saints in life. Before the family now comes forward for baptism, I want to close by sharing these words of Howard Thurman in his poem called The Work of Christmas. When the song of the angels is stilled, when the star in the night sky is gone, when the shepherds and princes are home, when the kings are back in their palaces, the work of Christmas begins to find the lost, to heal the broken, to release the prisoner, to rebuild the nations, to bring, to bring peace among all people, and to make music in the heart.